This is a story that's going to be difficult to tell. There's a role for you to play if you're willing to play it. Our community is uh, stronger because of this man that is dealing with something that only one other person in Manitoba has ever dealt with. Lance Manseri is our guest, and he's battling a very rare form of throat cancer. I'm Greg, and he's Brett. Indeed, it's uh, hyalinizing clear cell carcinoma. And Lance is undergoing an experimental immunotherapy, and most of these fees are not covered, which means mounting medical bills. To add to that, Lance Anna wants to bring his mother here so she can be with her grandchildren. But that is expensive. The cost to do that is prohibitive. There is a GoFundMe page. The goal is $15,000. Right now it is at $2,600 and $2,625. Uh, so we want to try to get that number higher. Lance joins us in studio now. Lance, thank yes. you very much for coming in today to talk to us. Thank you for having me here. Your uh, story, I have been reading it and been upset to know that you're going through what you're going through. And uh, your friend Alicia, who's here with you today, uh, presented us uh, the letter from Cancer Care Manitoba about your prognosis. And, um, well, there's no way around it. You are, yes. you, 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 you're terminal. Yes. You are yes, in, in the last months of your life, uh, according to uh, these diagnoses and these prognoses. Yes. Uh, but you have some unfinished business that we'd like to help you carry out here. I, I hope it's okay that we, we, we call it that and, and approach it this way. Yes, yes, it's okay. It's okay to call it that way. And you have three children. Tell us about your kids. My oldest one, his name is Baka. He's 14 years old. And he's strong and like I normally make fun of him. He never gets sick. And he's a brilliant kid. He likes basketball. And he's attending General Wolf School. And it's difficult for him too because at that age he know what it's like because he, he did his own research when I told him that I had stage four cancer. At that point I saw him when I was not there, he did some research and when I came back I saw him, tears filled in his eyes. And since then he's tried as best as he could to to hold on for the little ones. Like um, one time I asked him, why are you not spending much time with me? I want to spend much time with you. He told me, he said that. Sometimes when I, when I am at school, he said I'm worried. I think when I come home, I will never be able to see you again. It's difficult for him, I know, but like I'm able to put some smile in his face for him to forget about it. Because even when I try to take him sometimes to the hospital with me, it's difficult, it's so difficult for him to try to cover up his face because he's shy, I know, but this one will cut him because he loves his dad so much. We have spent 
We have traveled around the world with him. And most of my postings have been with him, so he knows my job. Because I used to work for um, U.S. Embassy and United Nations um, back Special Court for Sierra Leone, both in Freetown and, and The Hague. Then my other child, Mariah, the, the daughter, who is between the two boys, and she's nine years old. She's so brilliant, she's clever. Like in the class, she's way, way always listen to teacher, complete her tasks. She's one of the cleverest girl person that I've ever seen. She's like a genius. She's calm and everybody knows that it's that little girl. She loves me and I know it will be difficult. They know that I'm sick, but they did not know what type of sickness because I don't want to put them through all this that I'm going through. And the last one, Modi, he's seven years old and he's like a peaceful soul, like he's always gentle. He, he greets well and he apologizes for things that he, he doesn't even did. Like if you ask him, do you do this thing? Even if it's not his cause, he will say sorry to you. He's so gentle and he likes to play with Swain. So sometimes I make fun of him. I said, you, you're going to become an engineer. And for my daughter, she said she want to be a doctor. At that age, she is thinking about a career then. Sometimes I, I look at her and I said to myself, I said, I wish you, you would have been here before my diagnosis, like you have been the doctor that you wish to be. I've been diagnosed with stage four cancer. It's a rare form of cancer. And it's difficult, it's tough since last year. At some point, I even cannot speak um, during December to January because my throat got so swollen, my tongue, everything. I can't speak for a couple of days. I've been taken in and out of the hospital and now the cancer has spread to my lungs, so the doctor, they told me that I have six months to one year to leave. So I'm battling this, and my mom, I've not seen my mom for over 11 years now, so I want my mom to come at least uh, spend a little bit of time that I have left if that's possible, with her before. But I applied for a visa for her to come. They reject. They said I have to have at least $10,000 in my account. And they gave so many, so many, many uh, criteria that I have to meet. And I'm battling cancer. Since last year, I've been out of work. And... I don't have any insurance, so 
medication is uh, when they prescribe medication for me because I'm outpatient, so I have to uh, foot the bill. Only that um, my friends, they normally help out, but it's still is like they too, they have their own family and though they are doing this, but it's still difficult like to take care of all my kids. And there are a lot of people also back, back in Africa who rely on me. I have a lot of other kids who get on me, and but like they know that I'm sick, but still like it's difficult for for them. Why don't we pause our conversation? We have Lance Mansaray in studio with us. He is battling a very rare form of throat cancer. He's only the second person in Manitoba to be diagnosed with something called hyalinizing clear cell carcinoma. He's been given six to 12 months to live. Now, he has a GoFundMe page. Uh, they're looking to raise $15,000 to help pay for his immunotherapy, his experimental immunotherapy, as well as to help bring his mother here. He is a refugee uh, from Sierra Leone uh, who worked at The Hague. I don't know if you caught that as he was uh, describing his, uh, giving us some of his history, but uh, as a fascinating man, we want to hear more of his story. It's Mackling and McGarry on 680 CJOB. Lance Mansuray is in studio with us. He's uh, courageously sharing with us his story. He's battling cancer. He's only the second person in Manitoba to be diagnosed with hyalinizing clear cell carcinoma. It's throat cancer. It's very rare. Lance has been in Canada since 2009. He has three children. And we learned about his story from his friend, Alicia. And uh, Alicia, maybe you could just tell us from someone that, that knows Lance, uh, what's so special about him? Uh, I don't even know how to put it in words. I met him uh, just a few years ago uh, by chance, and I was just drawn to his family. Uh, when you meet somebody, you know if they're good people, you can sense it. And just over the years, we would get together every now and then, and I've never met somebody so kind and honest and hardworking. Um, just he's never asked for any help before. This is only because he's in a desperate situation. It's very difficult for me to talk, so I apologize. Um, but I just, I'm desperately asking, I'm pleading the community to help this man and this family. He deserves it more than anybody I know. Um, he's always had challenges, just wanting to find full-time work to support his family. And because he didn't have that Canadian experience, despite his high qualifications, it was very difficult for him to find work. And finally, he found a couple casual uh, jobs in security as a security guard, so he was able to help uh, take care of his family. But uh, because he didn't have full-time employment, he doesn't have insurance. He's having all these financial hardships, and this is the person who doesn't deserve this. He needs his support. He needs the community. He's always been somebody who teaches his children to care for others, live an honest, hardworking life, and always uh, help others in the community and support one another. If you want the link to the GoFundMe page, please email either me Brett at cjob.com, that's B-R-E-T-T at cjob.com, or you can email Greg, gmac at cjob.com, that's G-M-A-C-K at cjob.com. Trying to raise $15,000, they're at $2,600. Lance, you came to Canada in 2009 as a, as a refugee from Sierra Leone. What brought you to Canada? 
Well, I have um, so many chances to go to different countries around the world to ask for protection, but I've worked with different nationalities, but the Canadians, we are special, we're different, because most of them, when we're dealing with detainees, most of them were at the detention center and prosecution. So I've met with several Canadians before I see how we interact, how they behave. So um, it was quite different. And I also had a long connection yeah, my brother settled in Ontario um, before, like, all those things um, make me decide to come to Canada because um, I see it's fit. It's the type of um, country that I want my kids to grow up. You need protection. And that protection for me and my family, I needed it, and Canada was... Yeah, to guarantee me that protection. So. Lance, we're going to do our best to rally the community here to to share your story. You've done it so eloquently, uh, regardless of the circumstances. Uh, honored to meet you, and like Brett said, if you'd like to help Lance and his family, send us an email, gmac at cgob.com, brett at cgob.com. Search for Lansana Mansare on the GoFundMe website. Indeed, Lance Mansare, our guest, he is once again only the second person in Manitoba to be diagnosed with this rare form of throat cancer. He is undergoing experimental immunotherapy, which he's having to pay out of pocket, and he's also trying to get his mother over here from Africa. That's where you can help. So, Lance, thank you for coming in to tell your story. Alisa, thank you for bringing this to our attention. 